0: Hello, hello again. This is Miguel LeBron. I am the host of Strategy Rewind podcast, a podcast that focuses on the mindset and strategy needed for a breakthrough moment. And I'm so happy that you would be connected here today. This is, you know, a very good time. And I'm going to share some news with you that is very exciting. If you're listening on the Strategy Rewind podcast, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're listening on the Strategy Rewind podcast, I want to say thank you. If you've downloaded an episode, if you subscribed, if you rate, review, if you share, any of those things, let me just start off this moment, this conversation, by saying thank you. Of course, we are currently live on the Wisdom application. As you know, we're going live for the month of February, every single day for 30 minutes on the Wisdom application. And then that becomes part of the conversation on the Strategy Rewind podcast. So if you have not downloaded the Wisdom app and you're listening through the Strategy Rewind podcast, please consider downloading the application. Hit the follow button so that you can become part of the conversation. And of course, those who are listening on the Wisdom app, feel free at any given moment to smash that button and become part of the conversation because as you become part of the conversation, it opens up the conversation for everyone else. But let me just start off today by saying thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I want to start off with that sense of gratitude because we have been able to, with the Strategy Rewind podcast, cross a milestone, which is that we've now hit the 1,000 downloads. Amazing. Amazing. I'm just super grateful for all of you that tune in, that listen, that subscribe, that do all those amazing things. And if you're listening and you've caught benefit and you've caught insight, please consider leaving a review. Maybe you don't have Apple iTunes to leave a review, but you can also share with a friend. You can, you know, share it on your socials. Let somebody know, hey, this is what you need to be tuning into. All right, so let's get into today's conversation. I want to talk to you upon the theme, Don't Become Jaded. This is a, a, a warning for all of us in leadership and in life. I had several years ago, in the year 2021 to be exact, I had written this uh, detail down. And as I was reviewing, just kind of going back over my notes and things that I've written over the years, I was reminded of this writing. Uh, It was a moment in my life when I was serving in leadership in a nonprofit organization, and I have been serving in leadership in in the nonprofit sector for a very, very long time. And I was was on the verge of becoming jaded. And so I wrote some of this detail. I, I never released it as a as an article or anything like that, as a blog or anything like that. I just simply just, just wrote it down for myself. And, and so some of the conversation that we'll be having today and and the warnings, I suppose, and the perspective is from, um, from then to now. Right. Um, when, when I think about that moment in particular in where I was two years ago, it was a moment where I was serving in leadership and I had a vision and those who were ahead of me, those who were above me, those whom I had to give account to, right? Because you may be a leader, but someone may be above you that you may have to give account to. And in that time, that's where I was. I had to give account to someone, which I had no issue doing. But I had a vision, and I had in my mind a way to get there, a strategy that I thought was going to be very beneficial for the longevity of the organization and despite my best efforts to communicate that and despite my best efforts to even show some examples of other organizations that while they had not done exactly what I was envisioning they had done some variation of it despite my best effort to do so i was i was limited to be honest and sometimes that happens. Sometimes, despite your best efforts of trying to communicate and trying to just be the best you can be and lift everyone up, sometimes it just so happens that you're limited. Now, in that case, I was limited because of again the people that I had to uh, just follow and the people that I had to respond to. But sometimes the limitations are resources, ideas, mindsets, etc. In this particular case, again, it was it was just the hierarchy of things, if you will. Well, here's here's the thing. I was on the verge of feeling jaded. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way where where you realize that people may be having more benefits from what you bring to the table than what you receive from the friendship that you have with them. Have you ever felt that way where you you're giving so much of you into a relationship, into a project that You know everyone else is reaping rewards because of your gifts, your talents. And I'm not talking about being self-centered and thinking you are the gravitational pull of everything. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm saying being self-aware. And oftentimes we criticize this this idea of being self-aware, of just knowing, hey, I know what I bring to the table. I know who I am. And let me just tell you something here. Let Let me preface by saying this. I was a very shy kid and very reserved. And I was, if you, I was a type of kid that if you put me around a bunch of people, I could joke around and I could, you know, I can get a sense of the room and I can fit in. But really, I felt as though I did not know myself for a very long time. When I was a kid, I just didn't feel like, like I fit in. I didn't feel like I had found a groove. I didn't feel like, like I knew my myself enough. And that went on, really up until the point that I was about 15, 16 years old, where, and even then, although at that point, I was seeing some glimpses of possibility, it was still this idea of, yeah, but how does this all come together? You know, it's like when you see a puzzle, where you see all the pieces, and you look at the cover, and you're like, okay, I see the cover, I see what it should look like, but how do these pieces all fit together? I felt like I, felt like I was the puzzle, and that I didn't know how I kind of just came together and and how all of these things worked. And I'm so grateful because I had mentors, men and women that just believed in me and saw what I couldn't see. Just They just saw something in me that I couldn't see from myself in me. And that just, when they spoke and they said, no, you can do it. And and I would say, I think I want to do this. And they were like, go for it. Like there was no if, ands. Like it was just go for it. And they would just... They really fostered that in me. Again, they saw the value before I did, but I was a shy kid and it took me a very long time to get to a position where I saw the value in me and that I saw, I bring something to the table. I don't just come to the table. You ever had a dinner party and there's, you know, you invite people and people just show up, right? Obviously it's a dinner party, but sometimes you have people that show up and then sometimes you have people that show up and bring something. And the people that show up, I mean, you're glad to see them. Hello, you invited them, right? But the people that show up to the dinner party and bring something, even though you didn't ask for it, oh, oh those are those, 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 those good people right there. <laughs> those are good people. And so I, it took me a while to realize that I am not just showing up, but that I'm showing up and bringing something. And, and that what I'm bringing is valuable and that what I'm bringing actually makes a difference. It took a while. So I'm not talking about being self-centered. I'm not talking about being cocky. I'm not talking about, you know, thinking you are the gravitational pull that keeps everything together. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just realizing I have value. And and when I come to the table and when I join the conversation, when I join the room, I bring something. I, I bring something. And so I've had relationships in management and leadership with nonprofit organizations and some in the secular sector where I've felt before as though, man, I'm bringing more than what I'm taking. I'm giving, but I'm I'm not being able to receive as much as what I'm giving. And in the year 2021 and several times over in years past, I've felt that weight before. And so I was reviewing some of my notes, and I was reviewing some of my writings, and I came across this writing that I did in July of twenty twenty one and I never published it, I never shared it, but it was as I was reading it, I was reading, it and i was like man i don't I don't recognize that person because the feeling that I felt in that moment and and what I felt at that moment, let me just read you an excerpt from it, because I think that'll bring more context. Again, I've never released this. I've never published it. Maybe someday I will. But, but here's, here's, here's what I wrote. One of my biggest fears as a leader is that I would become jaded. I myself have experienced the, ex, the exploitation of the gifts, the talents, and the abilities that I possess for the benefit of others. I know that the gifts... And the talents and the abilities that I possess are indeed for the benefit of others. But I'm referring to the hidden agenda that some may have. Because of this, my biggest fear is that I would become jaded. Then I would become so tired, so dark towards the idea of actually using my gifts at a particular location or time. End quote. I read that from, again, from just my personal journal. And, and I share this with you because I want you to know that that if you're feeling maybe like like you're feeling a little jaded, you're feeling like, you know, you've been used and, and your gifts have been used and your talents and your willingness to give and your humbleness maybe have been used and mistreated and exploited and adulterated by others, I want you to know that I felt that way too. Right? I felt that way as well. But as I read my journal and as I reviewed my notes, I realized I'm not in that position. It's just like, okay, I can come to the table and I can share with you, hey, don't become jaded, right? Because it's a scary thing, the idea of I'm not going to serve anymore. I'm not going to... Teach, I'm not going to help, I'm not going to support, I'm not going to mentor. I'm just, what's worth it? Is it even worth doing it? Because what happens is that when you feel exploited, when you feel used, when you feel it just makes the gift feel icky. You know, you may be doing a good thing, but it makes the gift feel so icky. It makes it feel so wrong. And, and, and not that the gift is the problem. It's the feeling associated with it. When you come to the realization, you know, these people are these, these people are using me right now. It's not even a give and take. It's not even a two way street. It's not even everyone is winning because we're all bringing it to the table and we're all bringing value. It's just I'm bringing more. Than what I'm giving. No, rather, I'm giving more than what I'm receiving. And that's the issue. That that's what we're talking about. That'll make you feel jaded. That'll make you feel dark. That'll make you feel like, well, I best not help nobody. I best not give. I best not love. I best not teach. I best not serve. And what happens then is that you bury your gifts because anytime you use them, you feel like you feel yucky. You feel you associate the feeling of giving, of service to that moment that you realized that you were being exploited and adulterated and used and not necessarily being put in a position to grow to the highest level because you know some people create these glass ceilings. Now, this happens sometimes in the secular sense, in the corporate world, in the business world. Then this happens also in the nonprofit sector, but it also happens in relationships where you're giving and giving and giving and the other person isn't reciprocating. You're like, what is going on here? What happens is that it, it, can, it can make you dark. It can frustrate you, it can irritate you, it can make you feel as though, well, I guess I best not love, I guess I best not give, I best not do anything, I best not even reach the other side, because if I do, all it's going to do is leave me feeling yucky, and really, who wants to feel yucky? And so you know as i read my journal and as i share with you these thoughts and the perspective that i had at that particular moment and i can look back and say yeah i know i know why i felt that way like i know vividly okay i know i know who what when where like i know but i also want to talk to you about the other side of things because if i'm saying don't become jaded and that writing was, I, I suppose, more of a warning for myself than anything else. But as I share with you this idea of don't become jaded, this idea of there may be moments where this happens, where you, where you just, using the gift makes you feel some type of way. The question is, well, what's the other side? Well, is there a moment where you don't feel yucky about it? Is there a moment where you can serve, give, and love and be all that you can be and use all your gifts and all your talents without feeling yucky. And that is the true part that I want to jump into. Not before saying thank you to everyone who is listening on the Strategy Rewind podcast. Thank you so much. As I mentioned at the top of this conversation, we've now reached over a thousand downloads and I say thank you. I don't take that for granted. The fact that we've reached over a thousand downloads. We're into uh sixty five sixty-six seven sixty almost seventy episodes now. I'm really, really grateful. I'm energized and pumped, not only because of the thousand, but the the fact that I, you know, when I look today, when I look today, sorry, I'm getting a little choked up here. Getting, let me drink some water, I'm getting a little emotional. <laughs> When I uh, when I looked today and saw that stat, it was reaffirming of the work that we've been doing, and I feel really grateful for that. Of course, thank you to all of you that are listening on the Strategy Rewind podcast, but I don't want to overlook my people that are here on the Wisdom Application. Thank you so much for being connected with me. You know, this month of February, we're going live every single day for 30 minutes a day on the Wisdom Application And the idea here is to create conversation, is to be able to connect, create community, and to inspire. And of course, if you're listening on the wisdom application, please, if something resonates with you, if you want to share, if you want to converse, smash that button, join the conversation, because your voice gives voice to the voiceless. And when you share, and when you comment, when you ask questions, or you become part of the conversation, it actually opens up the arena even more for those who are listening now later or some other time. So I just say thank you. And if you're on the wisdom app, smash that button. And if you're not on the wisdom app and you're listening on the strategy rewind podcast, download the app. Let me tell you, um, I'm not getting paid for promoting the, the wisdom app or anything like that. And if, if, If anyone listening off of the wisdom application downloads the application, I don't get no kickback or nothing like that. I just want everyone to be able to have the access of being able to have community, have conversation, and really, really level up. I think this is a massive year. I think 2023 is a massive year. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that. I believe it's a massive year because there is a lot of built in maybe resentment, frustration, a lot of built-in goals that were dormant, ideas, businesses that were dormant because of the huge pandemic that took place. That pandemic put a pause on a lot of people's lives. And I think now that things are opening up, now that things are just quote unquote, getting back to normal, I think there's a lot of people's lives that are not going back to normal because they don't want normal. They, they want something different. They want something radical. And I think this is the year, Like this is the moment where the land is ripe, everything is ready for you to go all in, but you have to commit to yourself. Now, yes, you may feel a little jaded today. You may feel a little icky today, but I want to encourage you to keep using your gift, to keep using your talent, to keep pushing in and find the people that actually want to be of value, people that actually want to be part of the circle, people that want to be part of the conversation, people that actually see the value and actually want to help you grow. Like You got to find those people. That's what I had to do. You know, jump fast forward from 2021 when I wrote that piece in 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 my journal and to 2022 and 2022 it was well tail end of 2021 we made a we made a massive decision my wife and I who we were for so long part of a nonprofit organization we decided that we were going to branch out and when we made that decision that was tail end of uh 2021 2022 we started communicating that and you would think that there would be a lot of love a lot of support a lot of A lot of people having our back, considering the time, the effort, the resource that we had dedicated in the organization that we were with. But I'll tell you what, uh, without going too heavy into details, that wasn't the case. And sometimes, sometimes, as I've mentioned before, sometimes your breakthrough will break you. Sometimes your breakthrough will break you. The idea of breaking through to the other side and finally getting what you have been working for and even beyond what you have been working for, like so much more than what you can imagine, that idea is enticing. It's great, but we don't realize that the breakthrough oftentimes will break you. It'll break mindsets. It'll break patterns. It'll break habits. And guess what? People don't say this often, but I got to tell you, it will break some relationships, It will. Because the problem is that some people aren't ready for you to grow. Some people aren't ready for you to realize that you're being exploited. Some people aren't ready to realize that you're being used. Some people aren't ready for you to move on. Some people aren't ready for you to grow. Some people aren't ready for you to explore new avenues. Some people just ain't ready for that because as long as you stay in where you are, they can keep doing what they're doing. As long as you stay silent, they can keep raising up and doing all they want to do. As long as you keep lowering yourself, they can rise up however they want. As long as you stay stagnant and stay in just monotone, because let me tell you something, you could be working your gifts and still be stagnant. And you're like, how is that possible? You could stay stagnant and still working your gifts because you're not giving more than what you could be giving. This is the idea of quiet quitting. Quiet quitting is the idea that you know you could give more, but you don't give more. You know you can excel, but you refuse. You stay where you are, and you do the bare minimum of what is expected from you. Not what is required, but what is expected from you. That's quiet quitting. The understanding, I can do more, but I ain't going to do more. Okay, that's your choice. Nobody's going to say anything. Because of the fact that, well, what's being asked is what you're doing. But deep down inside, you know you could give more. You know you could serve more. You know you could reach more. You know you could impact more. But sometimes the reason we do this quiet quitting is because we've become jaded. We don't become frustrated, irritated, bothered because of previous experiences. And instead of bringing along with us the lesson we bring with us. The emotion. Instead of bringing with us the lesson, we bring the emotion. And this is an issue. Because if all you're doing is carrying around the emotion of situations that took place in your life, you may be overlooking the lesson. Because in the lesson, there ain't no emotion tied to it. It's just, no, this is is the lesson. This This is what I had to learn. This is what I had to learn. When there's a lot of emotion to it, there's a lot of blaming. There's a lot of you let me down. You did this. You did that. You did this. You and they, and they and they and There's a lot of bickering. It's like okay. And what did you learn? I learned to never trust nobody. That's seriously. This is the language of someone that's jaded. And so on the other side of this, on the other side of not allowing these situations to cause that you would be jaded and that cause that you would begin to just settle and be stagnant and enter into quiet quitting. The other side is actually looking for people that you can serve and and appreciate the service you do, not because it's only of benefit for them, but that they actually want to see you grow because they understand that if you grow, they grow. And if they grow, you grow. When you surround yourself with people that are focused on growing, you'll see something. They grow, you grow. You grow, they grow. Realize that. Look around in your circle. The people that are growing, when you surround yourself around them, something happens, man, we something happens. When you surround yourself with people that want to grow, that that are entrepreneurs, that are business-minded, people that want to study, people that want to become better, people that want to serve more, people that want to love more, people that just want to they, they see, and you're like, man, are we living in the same world? Because you're seeing something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those are the people you got to surround yourself with. And let's be honest, oftentimes we don't. And it's not because we don't have access to those people. It's because when we surround ourselves with those people, most often, we're not the smartest person in the room. And the truth is, my friend, you don't want to be the smartest person in every single room. Because if you're the smartest person in every single room you go in, then in every single room, you're going to be expected to pour into people. But if you go into a room where you're not the smartest person, guess what? That allows someone to pour into you. That allows you to elevate. That allows you to actually grow. That allows you to upgrade on some things, to challenge some ideas, to get some new insights so that when you go into the room where you are the smartest, guess what? Guess what? (laughs) Now you raise the bar for everyone else. You, you raise the conversation and doesn't feel comfortable walking into rooms where you know, man, if, if, because here's what happens. Here's what happens. When you walk into a room where you realize you're not the smartest or the richest or the most fantastic, <laughs> I don't know if fantastic is as a word, but nevertheless, you walk into these rooms and you realize, not you, not you, me, 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 me. I want I want you to know I've been there. Man, I walked into a room once and I looked and I, and I looked around. You heard? It? I looked around. And, and and when I looked around, I'm I'm just getting started into business and getting started into things and I look around, I see people that were like doing it. Doing it, doing it. You hear me? They they were doing it. And uh and I looked around and in the back of my mind I was like, if these people only knew <laughs> if these people only knew, I'm still trying to figure this out. Like I'm still trying to work it out for myself. <laughs> but you know what was interesting? Even though, you know, I found myself in the room and it was it was fairly uh, intimidating. It was intimidating. But the interesting thing was that even though I wasn't the smartest person in the room, in that room, there were different circles, different conversations. And in those circles, in those conversations, I maybe I maybe was the smartest. And so those little moments. Those little moments kind of reconfirmed, Okay, I'm in the right place. And let me tell you something. Being in those rooms where you're not the smartest person, it, it can allow for imposter syndrome to settle in. And imposter syndrome is the idea that I don't belong in the room, that I got here by sheer dumb luck, that, that if, it, if, if they found out I wasn't supposed to be here, they'd kick me out. Imposter syndrome sets in when you're in the room that you're not the smartest person, that you realize there's some heavy hitters around me. Now, if you can push beyond the imposter syndrome, if you can push beyond that and realize that it ain't about you, because that's the thing. Often, things we think, often times we think it's about us, and so we make it about us, and we say, oh, no, I'm going to be spotted out. And so we begin to overthink the situation, and what happens is that when you overthink, you underserve. When you overthink, you underserve. You actually don't reach the people in that room that you're supposed to reach. And so you make it about you, you you, you begin to overthink, you underserve, and you walk away saying, whew, I'm so happy they didn't find out I don't deserve to be there. Well, you know what? You should feel sad because you could have actually had an impact. You could have made a connection. And not only that, you could have challenged your perspective. You could have done more while you were in the room. So if you push beyond the imposter syndrome, what will happen is that, you, yeah, you'll realize, okay, I'm not the smartest person. Fantastic. Now it's time for me to allow people to pour in me. I'm going to walk out of here with something. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm from around the way. I'm going to take something with me. I'm taking I'm taking a lesson. I'm taking some insight. I'm taking some wisdom. How long am I in here? 45 minutes? All right, great. I'm, a, I'm from around the way. I'm going to take something today. I'm not walking out of here the same person because then when I go back into those rooms where I am the smartest, I can deliver and I can deliver at high, high level. What happens is that when we're in those rooms, we're intimidated. Imposter syndrome sets in. We don't, we think we're too out of our league, and so we go back to our comfort zone. And that is an example of how you can be serving and still be stagnant because in stagnation, when you step out of your comfort zone, When you step out of your comfort zone, it feels weird. Of course it does. It feels weird. Of course it does. Of course it does. But when you put yourself out there, and this is what I'm saying with the idea of don't become jaded. The way that you don't become jaded is that you go ahead and start looking for the people that you can serve. But I want to challenge your thought for just a second here. I want to challenge your thought. What if? What if you've outgrown the room? And the reason you're becoming jaded is because no one else in that room can pour in you. What if you've become jaded because you feel like no one is giving anything to you? But you don't want to step into the other room because you feel like you don't belong in the other room. But in the room you're currently in, can't nobody pour into you? So then stagnation is the issue. Stagnation is the issue. Being stuck is the issue. Comparing yourself is the issue. Thinking it's about you is the issue. This year is the year of breakthrough. But it might be possible that in the process of your breakthrough, you're broken. Not going to feel comfortable. It's not gonna feel it's not gonna feel all nice and fuzzy. Some aha moments, some breakthrough moments, they feel great. Like it's like a light bulb going off and you get it. But some breakthrough moments, aha moments come at the end of tears. Come at the end of feeling broken. Come at the end of feeling dissatisfied, of feeling frustrated. And here's the thing. When you get tired, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that may stir something in you where you seek for something greater. But the challenge is this. You disassociate yourself. When you remove yourself from that circle, that frustration goes away. And here's the funny thing about emotions. You're going to get new ones. So when the frustration has walked away and when the irritation has gone away, If you have not surrounded yourself with people that will nourish your vision, that vision, with the frustration, will all become part of your story and not part of your future. This is why it's important that you would find a coach, a mentor, that you would find someone that you can connect with, some people that would nourish your vision. And you would have the investment in yourself and in your future because you owe it to you. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can live so that you can leave a legacy that echoes in eternity so that no matter what room you walk in, you can be of service. And when we talk about legacy, what we're talking about is how will you be remembered when you've left the room? And how will you be remembered when you have left earth? If you're unsure where to start the journey, I want to encourage you to hit the link on my bio, hit the link in the show notes, go to MiguelLeBron.com, whichever one of those three apply. If you're listening on the Strategy Rewind podcast, hit the link in the show notes. If you're on the Wisdom app, hit the link in my bio. If if you're listening to me from anywhere in the universe, go to MiguelLeBron.com, click on coaching and let's connect. This is the year for you to level up. This is the year for you to actually have your breakthrough moment. We can set up a free 30-minute strategy session today, and we can connect. And if you and I can actually work, if you feel like, yo, this is a fit, then we can start working together so that you can look back at this year and say, I did that. I crushed 2023. And, uh, and 2024, you know what's going to happen? 2024 is going to be shaking in them boots, scared because they know you coming. This is why the idea is always not outwork everyone, but rather outwork yesterday.